0: Hello, welcome to The Word on the Street, an awesome chance to engage with the Bible for you and your kids. Time to turn your spare time into God's time, and here to help is your host, Anna Ware. Who are you? If you're a Christian then you are a Christian child. You are a Christian human. You are a Christian Australian. You are a Christian sportsman. You are a Christian student. Whoever you are, you have an identity in Christ as well as that other identity. You are a Christian. You are a citizen of heaven. You are justified and you also are loved. And I don't just mean loved by your parents, loved by your friends, loved by people around you. I'm talking about a different kind of love, and this is God's love. What makes God's love so different? Hmm. Because it's come from God, who is the most powerful, strong, invincible being ever to exist... His love is going to be different too, isn't it? And how do I know that God loves you? Do you know what Bible passage is the most famous, well-known one? It comes from John chapter 3, verse 16, and it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. The very beginning of that verse says, for God so loved the world. You are the world. You are his creation. For God so loved his people. He loves you. And there are many, many Bible verses that talk about this love. And I cannot wait to share them with you this episode. What do you think? This is a game of true or false, which pretty much means I'm going to say a statement and you get to say true or false afterwards. It's not going to be hard. You don't have to think about the answer too much. You could just blurt out true or false, whatever is the first thing that comes into your mind. It's not a test, so you don't have to stress. And I'm going to say statements about your parents' love for you. And if you don't have parents or if you don't know your parents or if you have grandparents, then this is just regarding your guardian. So whoever looks after you. you ready? Here is the first statement. Your parents would stop loving you if you were naughty. True or false? That one was pretty easy, wasn't it? Second one, your parents would stop loving you if you got cancer. Another one. Your parents would not love you if you were born with no arms or legs. Another one. Your parents would stop loving you if you pushed your brother or sister off a bridge. True or false. Your parents would stop loving you if you let the dog out and it got lost. Last one. True or false. Your parents would stop loving you if you went to jail. Did you ever say true? Do your parents love you? That brings me to a question. What do you think you would have to do to get your parents to stop loving you? Hmm, why do your parents love you? Well, I know that I love my children because they're mine. I gave birth to them and I've looked after them, and I've known them for a really long time. Well, that's a bit about your parents' love. It's a little bit similar where God made us. We are God's children. We're going to learn about that next week. but is there anything that we could do that will stop God from loving us in Romans chapter eight twenty eight to twenty nine Paul says this: I am sure that nothing." can separate us from god's love not life or death not angels or spirits not the present or the future and not powers above or powers below nothing in all creation can separate us from god's love for us in christ jesus our lord That is a big call because I think that there's a few things that my kids could possibly do that would make it really, really hard for me to keep on loving them. Think of a really bad person, like the worst person that you could ever think of. I'm thinking about Hitler or people in the past who've just killed a lot of people. The Apostle Paul, who wrote this passage... He was somebody who when he was born, he was called Saul and he made it his job to go and kill anybody who believed in Jesus until Jesus revealed himself to Saul and said, I want you to believe in me now and I want you to be called Paul. And there was nothing that he could do except believe. And so he did. And he repented of his sins and God forgave him and God loves him so much. That's all, Paul. Can't do anything to separate himself from that love. Hitler is the man who was responsible for World War II and the death of millions and millions of people. God made him. Not the sin. God made the person. And God loves him. If he said sorry for his sins and repented and said he believed in Jesus, God would forgive him. Are you as bad as that? There is nothing that you can do that can stop God from loving you. I've talked to a lot of people about this and about how God loves them so much. And they say, no, that cannot be true. You don't understand, Anna. You don't know all of the bad things that I've done in my life. That's true. I don't know all of the bad things that those people have done in their lives. I don't know the bad things you've done in your life. You might be quite a good person or you might have done some bad things. You might even go ahead in your life and ignore God and do some really bad things in your life. I don't know what your future holds. But I do know that even when you do those things, God loves you. God made you and nothing can separate God's love from you. And I know that if you said sorry, that God would just be so excited to forgive you. With God's love... There are no conditions. He doesn't say, I will love you if you do this. I will love you if you do that. I will love you if you obey my commandments. He doesn't say that. He says, I love you. And there is nothing you can do to stop that. Today's story. When I was in primary school, about year three, year four, I used to get in trouble and go to my room And I would get really cross and I remember feeling really unloved I don't know what I had done but I remember feeling really unloved and thinking I should run away from home and then my parents will realize that they love me and they will look for me and they'll be devastated and I thought then they will show me love again I'm sick of them not showing me love anymore I used to think about running away and I thought, where would I go? I'd just hide under the house or I'd just hide somewhere just enough to freak them out so that they would remember to give me some love. But the thing was, I was too lazy for that and I couldn't be bothered to go and hide under the house for a few hours till they realised where I was and so I just stayed in my bedroom. The thing that I wanted was love. I think we all want to be loved. Sometimes when we need it. There's nobody there to say I love you or to give us a hug or to support us when we need it. But God is always there. God is always loving us. Sometimes when we're feeling bad about ourselves, we don't think we're good enough. We think we don't have any friends. We're feeling lonely. When we're feeling really down, sometimes there is nobody to say I love you and give you a hug. But the thing is, God always loves us. His love is unconditional. We can relax knowing that there is nothing we can do to work our way into God's favor. We're his favorite. We're all his favorite. We can feel secure knowing that we will always have peace with God no matter what we do in our lives. Question time. Question number one. Is being loved by others important to you? Why or why not? Question two. What is helpful about knowing that you are loved by God unconditionally? We are citizens of heaven. We are justified. We are loved. And next week we are going to learn about how we are adopted to be God's children. It's going to be a ripper episode. You actually have more than one set of parents, one set of inheritance. How good is that? I would love it if you could do me a favor. I want you right now to think of one person who would like to listen to the Word on the Street podcast. I want you to think of just one. And this week or next time you see them, I'd love for you to be able to tell them about all of the things that you enjoy while you're listening to the Word on the Street and see if they would be able to listen to Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week. Well, we have come to the end of this episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Why not take a moment now to think about what you can take away from today's talk? Oh, and if you want to discover more episodes and resources, head on over to the Word on the Street website. There's a link in the show notes, and you'll also find there a copy of today's passage. Thanks for being part of the Word on the Street. We're really looking forward to you joining us again real soon. You've been listening to the Eternity Podcast Network, eternitypodcasts.com.au.